1: Shall we begin? What would you do without real feels? Would you be willing to trade all the days, from this day to that, for one chance, just one chance, to tell our enemies they may take our lives, but they'll never have our real feels? Yeah! yeah! and gentlemen this is the real feels podcast
2: this is my podcast (laughs) (laughs) mine (laughs) but the podcasting
1: is too many (laughs) The trouble with the internet
2: is there's too many podcasts.
1: <laughs> well, for this one, I guess we'll just have to declare the rights of Prima Nocta. We'll read them out. <laughs> so, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, haven't guessed it at this point, we are doing 1995's Braveheart as my historical biopic. Then who are you? I am I'm Jack. I'm Nathan. Drew. <laughs> 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 we we did that ass backwards. Yeah. Well, it's, it's okay. It's fine it's though. Okay. It's fine, though. We reeled it back. I got excited. You it's okay. That was good. I liked that. I, that was fun. Yeah. We, we didn't remember. Yeah, I did Drew not know at each other. <laughs> We're like, what? We're like Oh yeah. This is
2: this <laughs> is the speech we've been waiting for.
1: <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm ready. Let's <laughs> fight. <laughs> so for my historical biopic, I chose Braveheart because it is the most historically inaccurate biopic. <laughs> <laughs> like crazy. Crazy, crazy hardcore.
2: Wow. Nearly everything.
1: But I think we would all agree that we all share some serious love. That mm, deep love. Very much so. Mm. So uh, 1995 would have put me at
2: 13.
1: And uh, this, for a 13-year-old, was a hell of a
2: movie. Drew, how old were we? Uh, we were 10. 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> huh? We were 10. Mm. Um, since Nathan and I are like... Yeah. Uh, Two two and a half weeks apart.
1: Yeah. Does that make old Longshanks over here the silverback? Y- yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we're
1: skilled in the art of war <laughs> and military tactics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. So this movie, aged, mm, maybe not as amazing as it could have had technology not uh, eclipsed it. Eclipsed it, right? But honestly, this film still gives the feels, and a lot of areas i, I agree Pretty i hard. think without the use of any sort of green screen in the especially mm-hmm. the battle scenes uh it is a lot more of, of a genuine setup and i was i was telling drew earlier the the scene in the first battle for falkirk where you see the the english army lining up and you see the cavalry sort of come in from the sides and with the score going on the background it still is kind of chilling but then again when you get some of the close-up shots of the actual battle
0: mm
2: it
1: yeah, is this wacky. is definitely not directed by Sapochnik. this is this is uh well, you can see
2: who's actually going all out and who's just sitting there going like, man, I can't wait for break. I have a burrito <laughs> waiting.
1: <laughs> and I think they had to reshoot some of these scenes because people were wearing like sunglasses and watches and
2: the... was there a Starbucks cup sitting around? No, nope, no Starbucks no cup. Starbucks. Cups. But
1: again, that's where I think Game of Thrones obviously um gets so much of this like, this hall pass because they have this crutch of cgi and editing you know for you know however long and paramount want like they're like go go like this is amazing like keep going you know have some extras and it's hard to direct i mean on spartacus you know you had a ton of extras but they they weren't really shown doing a whole bunch so this was This is rough. And and Mel Gibson even said that he loved making Braveheart because he was so far removed from the studio that he could just sort of do what he wanted. And he had no like studio executives like really showing up. And when you do battle screens or battle scenes on green screen like that, you sort of you lose a lot of that sort of magic. And Lord of the Rings, we would I don't think we would have had those amazing battle scenes nope, done C-J no. without something like Braveheart to show them what is actually possible.
2: Right. And I think even with the idea that you don't have modern technology going in to kind of like suit the needs of, you know, today's viewers they can look back and they can appreciate it but it's not going to be exactly like what we're expecting what more we're used to now however i would say that god the the soundtrack can forgive a lot oh Oh, baby
1: yeah it was uh, was james horner and drew what what movies uh we've got some real feels movies alumni that james horner has scored so
2: uh glory Mm. Mm. willow (laughs)
1: Willow. (laughs) where's the baby (laughs) Uh, just her voice—that's James <laughs> Horner. Oh. <laughs> we found these Highlanders in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but. Yeah. Prima oh, no, not beer. <laughs> no, no, no. But, yeah. but, Drew, you're you're absolutely correct. the The soundtrack for this is spot on, and it's so beautiful. with With the shots, it just like intensifies, oh. magnifies. It's so so well done
2: the bagpipes being so beautiful to like you know literally lure you in and you're traveling with him and the horse and the and the camera as it is doing a, a a pan over the scottish countryside going over the hills seeing the ocean rush into the it's just it's enticing it's downright enchanting
1: so one of my favorite scenes or shots i should say happens pretty early on in the movie and it's where the uh local lord comes to declare his rights of prima nocta at the wedding, and but you know the little fight breaks out, and then the bride mm, and yes. they've got that sort of that keening uh flute Ooh, music going yeah, on and she slow-mo you know, she removes the weapon from or removes herself, extricates herself from the soldier holding her, and then with both hands sort of pushes back The weapon from the sword or the dagger from her husband's throat and you can see her very clearly mouth i'll be okay right and i always got the sensation that that like she it was very angelic like Mm. that's the sort of behavior like an angel would have with this this beautiful music and the way she was all dressed up for the wedding just sort of you know nobody's gonna stab her she extricates herself nobody does anything uh, when she goes to remove the blade, nobody does anything. They're just like, okay, all right, well, she's going to go along. She's diffusing the situation because, yeah, yeah. you know, she doesn't want to lose her new husband that she loves, and she's just like, hey, babe, I just got to do this. I don't want to, but mm. I want to come back to you. So, ugh. And that that sort of really sets the scene as far as, like, the English aggression. Yeah, the, right. The incursion. I mm. noticed on, so re-watching this for the podcast, um, we already talked about, like, how there's a lot of moments where you're like, oh man, you know this. Uh, I don't know if this holds up as well, or you know, um, CGI, blah, blah blah. I noticed that there is way more imagery that I missed and totally took for granted, didn't even think about, it, didn't give a second glance. The thistle, I did not know, is Scotland's like you know pride and joy, and just what their like, national, their, their national flower, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. and the imagery of what the thistle represents. And like the nobility and the endurance. And I'm just like, why did I not know this? Like way back in the day. I'm I feel so late to the party on a lot of these things. I don't know. Just growing up, you actually see a lot more stuff. Oh wow. Yeah. And then they did sprinkle in some very um, shall we say, Mel Gibson esque style imagery during mm. the execution yes. scene? Like he was almost crucified. He, right. I mean, he was he was brought out in a wagon. Like, tied up on a cross for crying out loud. Right. You know, they said at the beginning that Edward I Longshanks was, you know, the pagan king. And he wasn't. Mm -hmm. He was a crusader and he was a devout Catholic. And then didn't you find it odd that the cardinal who is carrying on the sentencing and then carries on the the torture has no crucifix or crosses Mm -hmm. anywhere on his person? Uh, It's almost like they're trying to gloss over the fact that the church participated in a lot of these very heinous events. Well, that's what... I, I think that didn't really kind of connect it was like, wait a minute. Why is there a cardinal? Why is there this when it was supposed to be a, he's a pagan you know, king. Exactly. Right. These, exactly. these are just, it is a contradiction.
2: Some of the inaccuracies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, there is a bucketful. Uh, William Wallace's father was a knight; he wasn't a peasant. He died well into Wallace's adulthood, so a lot of this is fabrication for the story's own sake. How old was the queen? The queen was <laughs> the queen was thirteen. No, Nine. She, well, she was thirteen when she married
2: Edward the right. Second
1: after William Wallace had died. So yeah. there was no, you know, love, and, love story <laughs> there. That's that's you know, unless he's
2: like a time traveling pedophile. <laughs> He's but this gonna. is an outlander. This is, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh,
1: stars! But I mean, Sophie Marceau. If you're going to have a a French princess, oh, whoa. Oof. Mm. how yes. yes, yeah, and
2: a really good love story. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they well, they, really, they, all she wants is love. And she they, doesn't get it from anybody. They doll it up so well. Love.
1: Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But, and Edward II was not gay. They oh, they yeah, had was, four kids together. So, there, you know, there's that too. But he didn't he, like, take a lot of male favorites later on? Like it, he, had, <laughs> he had some companions, but I don't know how close he, they wa- got. He wasn't a weak, simpering fool.
2: Yeah. Uh, like he was portrayed. As the queen would walk in and say, you know, the king will be dead in a month. His son is incompetent who do you think will rule this kingdom get out of my
1: way (laughs) and that's a great scene i do like that scene that is a great scene but don't you think they kind of gloss over the fact that uh you know he sees his wife and he gets to go back to his wife at the end after he's executed but he kind of like screwed the queen a couple times (laughs) yeah You know, did he get a pass from that? Did she come in another dream that we didn't see? It was She's like, hot. if you want to bang the queen. Totally you know, She's
2: hot. Sivu play. Yeah. You know, that's, that's okay. He does have a lot of those, like, in little moments where he does get to speak to the dead. Like, where his, you know, the boy who's hanging, you know, from the, uh, from the roof. William! William! Or, like, he turns over and he's not like, you're free now. Go. <laughs> and he's turning back and he's like... How many of us have
1: uncles that would just come, like, swoop in if our parents died, and we're like, "Hey, yeah, I'm going to teach you a new language with a janky, milky eye." <laughs> oh, I'm also going to teach you how to become a, a badass sword fighter. No. And, yeah, <laughs> no, that, but I do have uncles that I identify with that would just like break open the bread and then dip it in the stew and just be like, mm, "Yes,
2: yeah." <laughs> like is the eating is not like, squid, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad for farm cooking. That's not. <laughs>
1: and that was a great little cameo but uh, i i think it's brian cox mm-hmm. yeah uh, i believe so who did that and and speaking of uh, some of the the yeah it was brian cox who played the argyle wallace who is a fabricated <laughs> character argyle Argyle. Um, it was it was i didn't realize brendan gleason it's mad moody he mm-hmm. was also yeah. a standout in, in bruges and i love him i forgot that i'd already seen him as a, as a strapping young hamish mm-hmm. uh so it was nice to see that too
2: and he's the same. isn't he? He's in Gangs in New York, right? He's, New the, York. he's the guy who the kept, barber, the barber, he kept putting no, notches no, 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 no. No?
1: He's um, he put, the barber is uh, Daniel Day Lewis. He plays no Daniel Day Lewis Daniel is the butcher, is the butcher. The butcher. Um, wait, what did I think he is the barber? He's With the barber, the shillelagh that he kept putting notches on. Oh, okay, it. You, yeah, I thought he would call it something else, but he was he was like Catholic, yeah,
2: something, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, we haven't watched a trailer yet. Oh, trailer, trailer, trailer it.
1: What would you do without trailers?
0: I came back home to raise crops and God willing a family. So you want me to marry you then? Oh, that's a bit sudden, but all right. <laughs> Is that what you kind of proposal? I love you. Always have. I want to marry you in a land of timeless beauty. William Wallace was a man of peace. I want to stay here with you. And I with you. You say you want to stay out of the troubles? If I can live in peace, I will. But when they threatened his world. Edward Longshanks is the most ruthless king ever to sit on the throne of England. Scotland, my land. And the woman he loved. I want a home and children. It's all for nothing if you don't have freedom. He was driven to war. Go back to England and tell them there that Scotland's daughters and her sons are yours no more. The rebellion has begun. Under who? William Wallace. He rallies new volunteers in every Scottish town. We've come to fight and to die for you. Stand up, man. I'm not the poor man. A flock of your finest assassins and set a meeting. My lord, Wallace is renowned for his ability to smell an ambush. <coughs> we will dispatch our future queen with the notion that she comes in
2: peace.
0: Longshanks desires peace.
2: He declares it to me, I swear it.
0: You tell your king William Wallace will not be ruled, nor will any Scot will I live.
2: He waits for you at York, if you are a man enough to come and face him.
0: Why do you help me? You're looking at me now. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Well, we didn't get dressed up for nothing. We can't beat an army. We can't! (laughs) And we will. Ah! Would you be willing, for one chance, just one chance, to tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! win we'll have what none of us have ever had before a country of our own mel gibson brave heart
2: ooh <laughs> <laughs> i'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> uh even even the trailer just makes it still fun and just enticing it gives you enough of what to expect, but it doesn't do the movie justice as a whole, I think.
1: It's just such a good movie. Yeah, but coming out nineteen ninety five for me, a thirteen year old, this movie was like a a wet dream of just action and adventure and, and epic and and out of period. Kilts. <laughs> out of period kilts. <laughs> Which yeah. I don't know, younger Nathan did not. Oh, P.S. What is this uh, podcast? What are we drinking tonight, Jack? Uh, I could not find any actual Scottish ale. So this is uh, Pizza Port Brewing Company's Sharkbite Red Ale. And uh, it's a 30th anniversary special release. Mm. Well played. It's delicious. (laughs) It's quite
2: cool. It's not bad. Mm.
1: (laughs) I love also that when. Once he kind of comes back, he's or, he's already like shaking hands and he's already kind of bringing back. No one took his spot, which I was like, oh, that's cool. No one's no gonna, squatters had no, moved into no, his. And I knew property
2: management, so I'm like, oh man, someone's <laughs> definitely squatting in that home
1: or. It, it burned. Something has happened to it. But it, no, it
2: would he, seem like somebody would take it because, according to the film, it's depicting his father as having land. So who would not come and take this fertile land and you know yeah. build something more on it, or really just start taking the area for crops?
1: He's not Poldark. He's well, not he came, came at, back for fertile land and a fertile wife. Oh, good lord! That's all he wanted too. <laughs> he didn't even want to. He's he's the John Snow of this film. He's like, I don't want to you know <laughs> fight. I don't want to do any of this. And and they're like, yeah, but you know you're. You're badass. Is it though? Is it? Is it? Mm, it is. Because they, they spend about 15 minutes on the courtship and then the wedding. And then she dies like five minutes after they get married. And that's sort of In his. In secret. That's sort of his whole basis for going to war. And they, they spend a whole 20 minutes just setting that up. But he's not even doing it because like he's. That's what gets him into it. But it's the rock and roll that like that keeps him going. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I'm. it's too good to stop. Don't stop me now. It's, it. <laughs> unite. Unite the <laughs> clans. Don't stop till you get mm-hmm. the freedom. No, no. Come on. <laughs> uh, but he really, like, he didn't want to, like, he just was like, I, I just want to kill this one dude. And they're kind of like, yeah, we, we're back behind you. And once that happened, they start, you know, chanting. Magyarly.
0: Magyarly. Macaulay! 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 Macaulay!
1: Macaulay! Macaulay can say, th- oh, like Macaulay Colkin?
0: I can't seem to find my toothbrush,
1: so I'll pick one up when I go out today. Other than that, I'm in good shape. <laughs> what? What? No. <laughs> and I think this is a good time to, to just mention my, my, outright amazement at the portrayal of King Edward Longshanks by Patrick McGuhan. The trouble with Scotland
2: is that it's full of Scots. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps the time has come to reinstitute an old custom. Grant them prima
0: nocte first night when any common girl inhabiting their lands is married, our nobles shall have sexual rights to her on the night of her wedding. If we can't get them out, we'll breed them
1: out. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think you could have found... Any other actor, uh, they tried to get Sean Connery, but Sean Connery was doing something else. And I think if it had been Sean Connery, much like Sean Connery was also offered the role of Gandalf, if mm-hmm. it had been it's Sean Connery as Gandalf or Sean Connery as Longshanks, it would have been two completely different movies. Wow. Patrick yeah. McGuhan just brings this Smooth malice. Ball, but yeah, and just yeah. like yeah. hatred. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Craftiness. But, like when, the... he, when
1: he rolls his R's, like the first time, hey, I can't roll my R's, but rabble. Scottish
0: rebels have routed one of my garrisons. And, the rebel!
1: Uh, just the, <laughs> his way of speaking. Like, if they could sack York, they could, sack, could sack London. London. And then, then it could be my, my head and a basket. <laughs> it's just, every <laughs> scene he's in, out. I'm just like, oh god, this is, he is just chewing up the scenery on He this. does so well. Because you hate him, but at the same time, you, you're a, damn it, you
2: respect him. Because mm-hmm. he's the king.
1: Hail to the king, baby! <laughs> Hail
2: to the king! He does have this presence when he comes on to you know the scene or the camera is going to be focusing on him, and even in a room full of people, despite the fact that he's playing a king, you, you're you're drawn to him, especially when he moves around. Like when the daughter comes down to like the war room, essentially, and he's like, "Where well, is my son?" And she's like, "Oh, he he sent me, your lord." It's like, "Well, if my son wants his queen to rule, so then by all means." Yeah stay. But the entire time as he's talking, he's just like eyeballing her. Prima Nocta.
1: And he's, he <laughs> is ramrod straight, like posture, powerful. Even though he's old, he will still fuck some shit up. And when he throws the uh, son's lover, you know, the uh, I'm yeah. skilled in the, the arts, arts of war. Who is this <laughs> man
2: who speaks to me as if I want his opinion?
1: <laughs> when he throws him out the window <laughs> and the son like lunges at him with a dagger, he just calmly sidesteps and then just backhands, back-hands you the shit yeah. out of him. And you're just like, ooh. Oh, this guy's a badass
2: I, I do love when he first enters the room and he's all like what word from York or whatever like uh you know from our from our uh military men here it's like oh nothing new nothing new he's like really well well I've been off in France fighting and earning your future kingdom I hear we have nothing I hear they've been annihilated oh well i I've, I've sent for conscripts I mean this is exactly shut up
1: <laughs> and he's he's really smart when it comes to I think he's pretty shady when it comes to like negotiations and but he knows how to like work people. He's like, yeah you know what you would have had to dispatch
2: those father months ago.
1: I dispatched them before our queen <laughs> <laughs> before <laughs> I l- a a little
2: ruse before work. your wife <laughs> even left
1: and even just when he's like you know what i'm gonna kind of entice the the english lords you know to take more land in scotland you know yeah like i'll just uh i don't know I'll let them bang some chicks like that'll work
2: wow you you're ruthless and even when he's trying to be like so crafty and to like formulate plans to dupe william wallace into like going into yet another one of those like Oh, we're all gonna meet for a meeting. And then you. Of your death. I mean, when the Queen's like lady in waiting is overhearing this and she runs off to give this warning that like English troops and Irish troops are being, you know, summoned and flown in flown, like sailed. As in Stirling. I don't understand this. If she has Royal English guards, like escorting her, who who are these guards not telling that, like Oh we're, we're going on a trip with the la- with the queen's lady in waiting. Where are you going? We're going to see Mr. William Wallace. Do you That's and, uh, Captain
1: Plot Device and, uh, <laughs> and his, his subordinates uh do you think Grace the Wheels? Do you think that she has English bodyguards or do you think that she I has It French? looks like some of them are French. I I mean, I they're like, wearing
2: the fleur-de-lis and, and, yeah, and okay and so maybe that's a little bit right. more of a But the the quote
1: that comes to way, mind I, for me uh is from Shawshank Redemption and it's when uh the warden is talking to uh, the main character and he says you know i'll take you out of this one bedroom hilton of yours and cast you down with the sodomites mm. and that's mm. the idea i get when the king is descending the stairs down to the gallery where his son and all the fashionable young men mm. are having archery and drinks and uh he's just coming in there and just sort of he never says it outright but his outright disdain is just palpable Oh yeah, that uh, if if you stray out of line, like you know, things are going to go well.
2: And it, and it's all going to be about image because even early on, when the son is being married to the princess from France, he keeps looking back at his lover, and he's like, uh, I don't, I don't want to touch the boot. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like the king just like looks at him, and he's all like, The fuck are you looking? Oh. Slaves up on this way. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What is he looking at? Oh, oh, okay. I will kill you later. I think
1: Hamish is, uh, you know, in the early parts, like good comic relief and, you know, just like growing up. You know, the the good, com- you know, uh, the rock connection. Throwing. You know, that's it's great. But this comedy gets really amped up, which is a weird part of this movie. But it, it fits so well with, with Stephen from a, a good old David O'Hara. Um, Stephen's my name. The, the crazy Irishman excellent Stephen is my name i'm the most wanted man on
0: my island except i'm not on my island of course more's the pity
2: your island you mean ireland yeah it's mine i love
1: him oh, he's amazing <laughs> he wasn't right in the head <laughs> that part like that scene is awesome so the yes deer the because <laughs> you're like wait is he but is what was going right going and that's on? like the, are you sure the almighty the didn't send me here to, to watch your watch back your- and everyone <laughs> thinks steven is crazy and right. he's like i didn't like this guy <laughs> It was right in the head and, he, and you just see Wallace like look towards the heavens like what the hell have I got myself into or that or he's like, Did this did you really just send this guy to like watch my back? Like, okay, cool. I'm gonna keep him, you know, kinda kinda close to me. Uh and just when, right. when in the battle, when he drops the best line, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, he's like it's he's like, oh, the old mighty will get me out of this mess, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you're, you're fucked. Fuck. He <laughs> <And laughs> just does that laugh, like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh god
2: I do love the line. Where he has the the knife to his throat, he has the knife to the old man's throat, and he's all like, well, I get to kill Englishmen, if you fight for me, of course you get to kill Englishmen." I'm like,
1: oh, excellent! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most wanted man on my
2: island. <laughs> yeah, it's <your> mine. mine. <laughs> it's my island.
1: <laughs> I'm sure somebody sold it to him. Like, I'm sure he paid a good penny for for Ireland. I don't
2: even think he paid or sold anything. I think he believes that God has given him like preordained existence to rule Ireland. What's weird, though, is that he calms down hardcore at the end when, like... He's like a puppy. It, he's like a puppy. He's he excited gro- He's excited yeah. around new people. And he
1: grows <laughs> up, and then, like, later on, he's just like, yeah, I think that, like, if they would have tried to kill and, you... And it, I almost sort of think, like, Hamish is Wallace's strength both physically and mm-hmm. sort of symbolically, and when they sort of have it out before, he's like, you know, don't go, don't don't meet with the Bruce, you know, he's going right, to betray like it's, you. It's a trap. And, and he storms off after they punch each other. Like, it, that's sort of like Wallace has lost his, his biggest supporter at that point. And I really wish I could see, I, I've seen Angus McFadden, Robert the Bruce in more things because he just tears it up as oh my Robert gosh. the Bruce in this movie. A sword in his face! <laughs> <laughs> it from him. Oh,
2: my my hate will die with you. <laughs>
1: Just yes. my father. One of <laughs> I think one of the most underrated lines in this whole film when he just is talking to his dad and he's just like, "My hate will die with you." Mm. And it's a it's a little known uh, Scottish character actor who plays his father. But I love the fact that they portray him as like, "Oh, he's seen after his affairs in Scotland and he's just sort of like roaming the tower walls like dark man." <laughs> <laughs> Take the fucking kinship. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he's got the bubbling face. <laughs> See the betraying Bruce. Just five bucks. <laughs> but those, the interactions between him and his father, uh, again, just lend this depth to the movie that it's, that I think it was something like the Patriot was lacking. Yes. It, because we all know that The Patriot was the sequel to Braveheart. It's like, you we know, can do it again, <laughs> but <except> in America! <laughs> except
2: USA! US. Yeah, it's, it's the same character. It's the same motivations, essentially. I mean, not even essentially. It is the same motivations. Oh, freedom! And, <coughs>
1: freedom! Freedom! Well, he doesn't and lose it, his dad. He just loses two of his sons. And it is the uh, yeah, same,
2: <laughs> it's the same scene that we talked about. It's the same scene and facial expressions, which are beautiful and so transparent, of <gasps> <A> betrayal. Like, <gasps> when he realizes that Robert the Bruce has, you know, double double crossed him and then in Patriot when his son gets shot by the English colonel and he just he has that look that sunken like, and I, all in I, his I am eyes. lost right it's all in his eyes is he, it, it's the why is
1: it weird that when Wallace is like riding after them and they turn, you know, him and uh, the kind of the uh, right hand, you know, the kind of like the herald or whatever. Protect the king. And he's yeah. growling like a bull. <laughs> <laughs> but like, is it weird that they, one, just send one knight after him and then two, they're like, hey, the guy that's kind of like closest to him, you know, out of all of our English knights that are, you know, riding with the king. Love your loyalty. <laughs> Kill him!
2: Kill him now! If we can't drive them out, Not. we'll betray them out. Send the Irish; they cost nothing.
1: The dead cost nothing. The dead cost
2: nothing. I love this, the dialogue. It's just it's great, great. Oh, especially so when delivered by the lines. king. Fire another volley! But sir, we will hit oh, our own men. But we'll hit this. We have too.
1: reserves. <laughs> Attack! <laughs> <laughs> we'll get better. better. <laughs> what if Peter O'Toole was in this film? He was still alive. He w- yeah, <laughs> but he, he would have been like this lackadaisical <laughs> drunken king who just went mad, which just, almost may have worked out better.
2: I don't uh, know, you know like, if he would have been Longshanks. I could have seen him as like a noble where they're like, we need your men to fight.
1: No, <laughs> I gave him double his estates in England and the same in Scotland. And Peter O'Too settled for much, <laughs> much less, less. <laughs> when, when he's in a when mother. He's in- when he's in Troy and he's just like everything's burning, he's like, "Have you no decency?" Like that's how I would just picture him in this—just a complete mess. They like, had the <laughs> castle in Scotland. That
2: could have been his. Like that
1: could have been his. Pop castle. off one day in Scotland. <laughs> oh, daddy! <laughs> <is. laughs> I'll tell you why we fight for Scotland. We love this place. No, that is not my surname. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we got to talk about the execution,
2: <sighs> yeah, Sad. and ha- and and frankly, as as they put it, with children's fairy tales reimagined as Disney films, how sugarcoated it was. It was much worse,
1: much worse. There would be no like. The prisoner wishes to say a word. It would be like, yeah, no, cut off that leg and then make sure you really get into the groin and just get
2: all the testicles and prostate out. And before you actually chop off his head, if you could cut open his belly and remove his entrails, uh, that'd be great. But before all of this, could you drag him naked behind the horse? That would be fantastic. Yeah, they, they the, did These are all him. things that happened. I mean, I do... Like that they kept the idea that, you know, his his limbs were all hacked and spread across England.
1: I just imagine four guys with, like, UPS, like, envelopes, like, (laughs) here's Wallace's leg. (laughs) They, like, lick the top and they're like, all right, this one's going to the the southeast. I think they would have kept it in a basket, (laughs) like, when they sent
2: the nephew's head over.
1: But you have to admit the emotional crafting of it is there i mean when you see oh yeah when you see uh steven and you see hamish like in the cloaks you know oh, weeping gosh. crying out for mercy and then god when the wife walks like right up from, from behind and between them like i watched this movie twice over the past two nights and both t- times i was like
2: it's this <gasps> it's the same moment like within gladiator when he can suddenly feel the grain on his hands yeah uh, when, the it, when the hand goes limp and it when the hand goes <laughs> limp and
1: it drops like the the little embroidery his wife yep. had made. Yeah. When when Stephen like when he yells out freedom and his eyes get like super big and then like fade with like as he's fading and it shows the crowd and the crowd is just stunned and speechless. And right before that, they're kind of like, oh, my gosh, maybe we shouldn't spit on him and and be cheering this on like this
2: because it was the only like form of like real entertainment that these people they didn't have game of thrones had. they, they did not they, they
1: couldn't talk shit about how game of thrones they is, they all got is on just Reddit. like swirling around the toilet
2: right now yeah <laughs> yeah
1: no, there's no there's no there's no th- red there's to, <laughs> no there's no william wallace
2: memes <laughs> it's for them to get this out they gotta go watch some dude die <laughs> right and it's more to the point where like it, when they finally can see that like you know aside from like maybe slightly hanging him or stretching him or beating him with something they're like oh, okay he's getting flogged this is kind of funny then when they can actually see the violence being put right in front of their face and they don't even say it they don't even mention it they don't even show it but you know he is getting his uh his genitalia cut off
1: his shillelagh his shillelagh
2: (laughs) his this one shamrocks uh, that's a a completely bahogans his they know that something is wrong that's why they're all like at that point they're like oh crap i'm a bad i'm a bad christian catholic mercy mercy but again the
1: princess comes to him and she's like yeah drink this give us a wee scalping <laughs> but then like 5 minutes later his wife's like yeah you know i'll take you back i'll come back from the dead come come with me
2: Come with me, my love. He spits out the por- we, we, uh, we not even poison. We probably
1: consummated our marriage less than the amount you consummated <laughs> your her. affair with uh,
2: the princess. Uh. I do like that scene when she, you know, leans over to Long Chang. She's all like, your your bloodline baby. ends with you. <laughs> there is nothing of your son inside of me. <laughs> Tuberculosis will take him.
1: <laughs> the son's over in the corner <laughs> just like. Well, is there something going on over here? I, I don't really care. And they're talking, about, boy. they're talking about they're talking about female things. <laughs> Ugh, women! <laughs> <laughs> they have that time of the month. Oh, Jesus. Segmentes! <sighs> Segmentes! unite them! Unite, unite the segments! <laughs> unite yes. All right, so the first segment for tonight is called Lands and Titles. Lands and Titles. Uh, Braveheart heavily has, or or has lots of monikers and titles. Robert the Bruce. Braveheart for William Wallace, even though that was really Robert Robert the Bruce's moniker. And uh, Longshanks for the king, because he was uh, rather tall. Uh, I think 6'2 for his time. And and William Wallace was supposed to have been 6'5. So, gentlemen. If you could give yourself a title, what would it be? And then, uh, what title would you give your fellow hosts? Mm, Nathan. Um. So I will start with my my moniker, mm. uh, and that is Long Strides. <laughs> <laughs> Because I I take I notice that I, whenever I'm on the phone, um, at work I pace. You're a walker. I'm a walker. Mm. I I walk all over and I pace and I take very very long strides. Anyone that I walk with can attest to this. That uh, I am just a speed walker. And so yeah, long strides. Long would, strides would be uh my my Monica. Well, do we want to do round robin? Round robin. Yeah. yours.
2: Okay, so um I I was kind of like tossing back and forth between two of them. So I would either say uh the laughing man. of bakersfield or uh the jolly man because I, i i believe i'm rather jolly good good natured good hearted good for a laugh of course. McClelland! <laughs> <laughs> McClelland! Another one that kind of popped into my head. Uh, the Watcher, for mm. I Watch Far Too Many Movies. <laughs> uh, Anna already calls me
1: Longshanks, due to my own height. But uh, we were trying to think of some last night. But I want to avoid salt, since I'm already Iron, <laughs> iron Shed Coast. I, 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 I had to avoid those uh, for you. It, like Salt Peter, or, or something like that. Uh, so I'm going to go with, for myself, I am Hate Heart. Hate uh, <laughs> Hate because cuz i have got a certain amount of hate hate and bitterness especially towards other people when i think that they are misbehaving or they're being rude or my taste in movies is very narrow mm. like it's got to be a good movie to impress me or else i think it's shit hate heart my my moniker's for the the two of you uh drew um you are owl hollem you are uh, you are an owl you're very wise and you are yeah, Woohoo! yeah <laughs> 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 uh, a little bit of Mickey? <laughs> uh, Jack, you are Oakenhops. Um, you, you, are, you are tall and strong like, a, like an oak, and you... I you do always, enjoy your beer. You do enjoy I, your... I do uh, fresh enjoy beer. my drink. <laughs> so yes, those are my monikers for you. Mm.
2: Well, I, I also was going to try and avoid something where uh, you would downplay the idea of you being a bit uh, salty, possibly bitter. <laughs> At first I came up with Sour Jack, but... <laughs> I was raised on black fruit, <laughs> but then I started to think of how uh, how endearing you are and how much uh, I favor you. So I I just I, it just popped in my head. Lovely, Jack.
1: I have depth.
2: <laughs> Out of the way, Peck. <laughs> and um, smiling, Nate. Oh, you you are very much uh, having a uh, a wispy. Smile upon you Uh, at all times, mostly hidden by a beard, but (laughs) mostly we know what's under there. (laughs) Hold back to episode one, another fifth. (laughs) Uh,
1: For uh, Nathan, uh, Sir Nathan the Glad, uh, because you're always uh, very optimistic. And whenever you come over to podcast or whenever we do a game night, you always greet us and send us off with a hug, and you always just Mm. have like a general congeniality about you. I I think I've rarely seen you where you're like, eh, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> and then, uh... Don't ask Brooke. No. <laughs> Sir Drew the accepting. Oh. Aww. Because you watch so many movies and you accept <laughs> them all.
2: Yes! yes. <laughs> Come, my children. It's like I was excited for this trip and I missed the freeway <laughs> exit for a, for a compliment and I got the backhanded one way. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you expect anything else from Hate Heart?
2: <laughs> no, Sour Jack. <laughs> sour Jack.
1: <laughs> so our uh, our next segment is tearjerker, and <gasps> uh, again at the the age of thirteen, I am ninety nine percent certain that this is the first movie that made me cry in the theater. And during the execution scene. Uh, so, what is a movie and the scene from the movie that not necessarily bald your eyes out for, but every time you see it, it doesn't matter how many times you see it, it just gut
2: punches you
1: right in the feels. Drew, I went first last time.
2: Okay, so um, just one and then an honorable mention, or... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so one of the first movies that I truly, truly remember really kind of like getting emotional with is uh 2000s pay it forward with kevin spacey now i know a lot of people uh kevin spacey and helen hunt and um i forget the kid from uh six Sense.
1: Oh, August. he's... uh Not August. No. He was no, in a no, movie no. called August Rush. August. August Rush. No, no, no. He was just in the... Um, the uh... Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, and he's That's fat right. Haley Joel Osment. No,
2: he's fat no. Haley Joel Osment. He's, uh, he's so, a, uh... a singer, yeah? it's No, no, no. no, no. no. He,
1: he still acts. He's on... Uh, yeah, he um, still acts. Silicon Valley on HBO. And oh. he was just in That's the, right, yeah. He was just yeah. in the Netflix um, movie about... Was it the San Francisco Strangler? Uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, he killed like 30-odd women. Uh, Bundy? Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's the end scene for Pay It Forward and where everybody starts coming to the house and they all have their light, you know, lit, little like vigils for the kid who had died. And I think it kind of hit me really hard with, uh, that because, uh, it, in, in 1998, like my best friend passed away from cancer. So it was still kind of like fresh and new, which is also why not to like segue another movie, but, um, don't fine. I won't. No, no. Go ahead. Okay. No, no. Patch Adams was really important to me at that time
1: but the the ending scene
2: the ending scene for pay it forward that's the first one I can just uh very clearly remember just like getting truly emotional with it
1: um my um my my movie was um life is beautiful and the first time that I watched it I remember a long time ago it was you know it was pretty emotional shit whenever you have a kid it like all movies suck and just the fact that when the dad like I'm not gonna cry right now, I swear to God. When <laughs> God bet when, <laughs> when when he I'm skilled in the arts of sorrow <laughs> <laughs> and tears falling from my face, Sia. no, when he marches off and like keeps the face just so his kid won't like just so he won't let on, even though he knows that he's marching to his death, I just it gets me. And okay. it's, it's a, maybe a cheap cry, but like every time i I think I've watched it three, I've watched that movie three times. I don't know why I've watched it three times. It should have been a one, you know, and one done. and done. Yeah. Like Schindler's List. Schindler's List I watched one time and I was like, I, I don't know if I ever can like really emotionally <laughs> handle this film. Mm. Like My mom and I just like, were watching it one time and we just were bawling our heads off because it's. That whole topic is just rough. I agree. There are there are movies and there are books where you you know when you finish that movie and you finish that book mm. that you have taken it in, you have you know chewed on it, and you never need to. You don't deal need with to read that. To, again. You don't need to revisit my my one little. And again, I, know there's a ton, I, I cry at everything, but my, <laughs> my little uh, honorable mention is just for one scene in a movie that's not fantastic uh, by any means, but in Narnia, when Peter, I, I know, I know, trust me, <laughs> I know, it's, it's a, a rose amongst a field of weeds but when uh oris and king peter and when peter looks at him and uh, to the he's a centaur and he says like are you with me and he says to the death and like just the way the actor delivers the line is so like dude like are you with me to the death I'm I'm going to I will die for you and it's just such a moment that just hits really well and for like, the king. Yeah, it's yeah, it's that like <laughs> it's Aragon saying like for Frodo, like we're doing this. We're this is all we everything we've got. It's like you oh my god, no, no, one. One. yes, yeah, like oh, right in the ticker. So um, my my ugly cry, mm. and uh, every time I watch Interstellar. And it's the scene where Matthew McConaughey comes back from the the planet that is so close to the black hole that when they go down to the planet, there's time dilation, oh, and yes. every you know moment he spends on the planet, every hour, every hour yeah. translates to years. And so when he gets back to the ship, and there's the the one crewman they left behind, and he's like old and gray Twice. now. He's like, I've waited all this time, and then he goes in and he gets like twenty five years of video messages from his daughter and his son and his dad at one point he's like you know grandpa died like i ugly cry like a kardashian (laughs) every single time that that scene happens it's just so emotionally powerful for me uh and i know like i've seen that movie so many times i love interstellar but every time i know it's gonna happen then there's my happy cry and that uh happens with uh here at last on the shores of the sea comes the end of our fellowship. I will not say do not weep, for not all tears are in evil. And it's the, the last scene of the Return of the King. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Uh, that's, that's my my happy cry. And and I think there's a few of them. <laughs> in there's the easy. <laughs>
2: there's a few. And I don't mean to, Mr. Frodo. Maybe one wanted to. to. <laughs> Into
1: the West, like that song, just like,
2: uh, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Lord of the Rings. Sam's saying that there's like, this is why we fight for good people in this world. Or just when that, he said,
1: when he says, um, uh, like oh, I think I think and we've that's the end it. of
2: uh, Two Towers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, which is the best movie of the when
1: three. The sun comes out; it comes out; it'll shine, but the clear. When he tells him, like, I think we've rationed it out, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "For the journey home, like, mm-hmm. just the like, oh, you still have hope, and you still believe that w- uh, this is turning quickly, turning from Braveheart to, to the three. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Shameless. It's good." <sighs> so good all right then all right keep your (laughs) secrets so the the uh last segment is uh historically accurate and this movie was very historically inaccurate but it was still a really great story true true um so what is a an event a time period or a person That you would like to see portrayed as a movie that has not been done before. Or not been done to your satisfaction. Jack, you started this off. Alright, so a couple of weeks ago there was a game that came out on uh, consoles and it's World of Warships and you can play destroyers and cruisers and battleships and they were like world war one world war two era and i got really into it like i really enjoyed the combat and i went to the bookstore and i got a book called the admirals about nimitz and halsey and Leahy and king these these american admirals during world war two and it's just amazing history that i think hasn't been presented well i mean we had there are some some naval movies from like the 50s and the 60s but they didn't really have the technology at the time. And then there is uh, the uh, Pearl Harbor, which I think we all would agree is a steaming pile of shit. I think, yeah, because it just yeah. kept rolling on with it. You're like, stop, yeah. stop. Like, and, I, and I think the best possible portrayal is Tora, Tora, Torah. And again, that's only about Pearl Harbor. Yes. I would love to see a a, a historical movie about the pacific campaign between japanese and american forces of world war ii because it wasn't the battleships there were carriers and there were planes but it was the cruisers and the destroyers, destroyers. They were just straight up knife fighting mm-hmm. at like close range and the the submarines that were sinking these destroyers on both sides i would love to see a movie that just really got into that and did it well without being so schmaltzy and 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 uh terrible as pearl harbor to expound upon that, because my pick uh, was the Battle of Samar, mm. which is the Thermopylae of the Pacific, of the Thermos. Pacific of just these destroyers giving giving everything they have to defend the beachhead, you know, assault against, you know, the forces. Was that, it like Guadalcanal, I think? Uh, where the, there were marines stranded in Guadalcanal, and they were trying to... Uh, U.S. amphibious forces conducting landings at Lief... Lady Gulf. Lady Gulf, and... They're just like these, the Taffy Three, just holding it down. And it's just that I, I, I get really uh into and invested. And I think good storytelling comes from, you know, like ba- Last Samurai. You know, just mm-hmm. the, the force that probably isn't going to win and is probably going to die to the last man standing. You know, but it's so heroic and it provides enough time or enough, you know, just, yeah. Yeah, a big ensemble cast with, you know... Different crewmen spread out upon yes. these battleship pilots in the air. Like, it could be really amazing Crazy material. Crazy good. Especially with today's special effects. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, do it up. Like, do, do, um, what was the movie that came out last year? Dunkirk? Uh, Dun- do Dunkirk, but just keep fucking, like, Anim- do pacific with it get a, crazy an, an american like you know little tug you know yeah go usa <laughs> like defend the troops well, not but i mean proud to be an american oh yeah freedom is <laughs> it free. free yes yes costs folks like <laughs> you, you and man. me and if you don't pay your, buck your bucko five who will drew what are you singing uh, it's, it's from <laughs> team america, america world police oh.
2: See, I've only seen that movie, like, once, so I can't really... It's worth another watch. It's (laughs) worth several more watches. (laughs) (laughs) So if I'm going to go with the biopic, it's not going to be very, very old. It's not going to be a war film. It's uh, not necessarily going to be an iconic figure of history for, you know, sacrifices that they made or anything like that, but I'm going to go a little nerdy on it. I would have said Tolkien, but Tolkien just came out. I can't wait to see that. Which I hear it's good. I hear they kind of... Ignore the religious influences. And C.S. Lewis? Do they even I don't know if they touch on Lewis?
1: Oh. Because that's I was think he like... a companion. No, no. I don't. <laughs> well, he was a
2: he was a member of the Inklings with Tolkien, but okay. I would love to see a uh, a Gary Gygax film oh. to chronicle the history of like how D D came about. His, his his like his exploration and partnership with TSR. How he had to break away. How they had to endure the the kind of like craziness of the Satanic Panic years of the eighties. They're
1: summoning demons.
2: <laughs> and then you have, of course, uh, at the time, uh, Tom hanks being in mazes and monsters which is like it was almost like a film for like propaganda for like satanic panic which really the as you can say like there's no such thing as like bad publicity so even like the bad publicity gary gygax was quoted as like we're selling more books i don't understand what you people are trying to do and i, I just think that would be neat i think that would be a fun little thing because they've done they've done documentaries they've they do uh like gary con for gary gygax every year in uh uh lake geneva wisconsin the only thing that really is like there, remembering him, is a small D20? like brick. No, it's not even a D twenty. It's like a small brick placard that is a it is a D twenty like engraved in it and etched in it. But that's it. Like there's no statue to the man. There's.
1: I think that's you know. an amazing idea, and I think he would be stunned
2: right now how popular Dungeons Oh seriously, yeah, oh, especially in the past five years. Oh right, no, his his kids are like completely all for it like they they go to the conventions every year uh I know his one of his sons you know he's 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 very uh adamant on Facebook he gets on there and he talks to people he's very friendly uh, they really just try to like you know honor the memory of their father and for s- how impactful he I was I was just about to say
1: they see how much good that this whole thing has done for people and like, just really reached people Uh, and, it it, Brought Drew and I together and it it Uh, brought 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 all all of us together. together. (laughs) (laughs) And and I've been (laughs) at my job for a decade at this point and, even five years ago, they'd be like, oh, Jack, what are you doing this weekend? And I, was like, and I would say, I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and I'd say it's sort of under my breath. And, uh, and now they're like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, we got a game night this Saturday. I'm going to make a bunch of food. We're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. They're like, oh, cool, man. Like, it's so widely accepted at this point. Because
2: now it's become, it's become cool again.
1: Yeah. And I'm confident whenever someone's like, oh, like, what's that? And talking about it and mm. then saying like, hey, if you ever want to play it, I bet you you're going to love it because it's by far it's still. It's so much fun. It's still my favorite the, game. The first time you stab a monster, you're like, is it my turn yet? Is it my turn yet? <laughs> I'm just going to practice roll. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a great thing. Yeah.
2: With and, any honorable mention. Honorable mentions with the recent passing, I would love to see a, uh, a Stan Lee biopic. In other words, Excelsior. Okay. I think that would I think be, be I think that'd be very interesting. Yeah, I think it I think that just be neat. I think it would be necessary. Did you hear that one of his uh like the one of the caretakers is yeah. now being charged with For elderly el- abuse? No, his manager. Oh, sorry, his yeah. manager. Yeah. So his manager is being charged with elderly abuse because he was like stealing and spending money without permission.
1: So weird. No, like burn,
2: burn Burn in hell.
1: Yeah. Nathan? Um I had I had two. um both just single person people that I think that there's been movies made about them that, I just don't think that one Kubiak was supposed to uh, Kubrick Kubrick was supposed to make um, for Napoleon Bonaparte and okay I th- Waterloo eh. but with the technology that we have now some of the actors that I think that could play Napoleon just it's almost time and um, I don't think there's been like a Napoleonic era epic done yeah well uh, any time in the past I worry that it wouldn't be a great like it would be kind of a flop though um, in the the theaters and then my other one was sergeant york because i think york was such an interesting character and that was world war one of him basically going like being john John snow i don't really want to fight okay well cool i have to do this and then capturing just tons of germans and he's like yeah i didn't really have to shoot anyone cool Okay, Okay. (laughs) i'd like to see um young caesar in uh germany uh, Mm. taking on huh yeah uh, because his campaign there was brilliant it won him the fame to come back and basically usurp uh power uh it would be really really interesting to see uh, commodus (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, he built like he built 25 miles worth of walls to hem in people in the center and then the people in the center managed to get reinforcements to come after him and so he just turned around and built another 25 miles worth of walls to keep them out and was like, I got walls over here, I got walls over here. <laughs> I'm going to kill you first and come then I'm going to get you. Like, wow! Plus, uh, since Gladiator, like we got a little tease yeah. of mm. that, and HBO's Rome did it well too. Ooh, so uh, good! But every time they seem to do a Roman combat theme movie, like the like the Last Eagle or the Lost Eagle or whatever that movie was, like they just sort of tease some of the tactics and practices. You don't really get like the real grit yeah. of it. And you have Troy that like kind of dabbles in it, but it's not nothing uh. of of actual Yeah. And that was that was sort of pre Roman, but yeah, yeah, Troy's awful. A lot of uh, s- a lot of Spanish <laughs> a lot of s- <laughs> Spanish speaking extras, which is great. And you hear aquí, aquí, sir I'm like, Wait, wh- what what? <laughs> That's not Latin. You mean or- <laughs> he's not he
2: mean he's not a Scottish Egyptian? <laughs>
1: Or a uh, Highlander, or or <laughs> Australian doing a very poor Scottish accent. <sighs> so, Drew, where can folks find us? In <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get the hell out of here. Well, people can always find us up on Facebook and Instagram and also up on Twitter if you just search the Real Feels Podcast or up on Twitter at Real Feels Pod. You can always send us an email at realfeelspodcast at gmail.com. Good God. night, <laughs> sweet, sweet prince. prince. You, you kings of York, princes of New England. Yeah. And then uh, you can always uh, find us also up on Patreon. Mm. Mm.
1: Do we have a Patreon? Uh, Exclusive. We do. Uh, So the new Patreon exclusive for Braveheart is our Kinsman package. Oh. And uh, for just $3,000 a month. Uh, Nathan, Drew, and myself will show up at an event uh, that uh, you feel you need some some support, some backup. Maybe a first date, a wedding, or an interview. We will show up in full Scottish battle kit, waded up on yep. our faces, okay, we'll done. And we will whoop and holler and give our war cries and support you. <laughs> this also includes our funeral package. <laughs> Ooh. where uh <laughs> should you uh bequeath in your will we will show up in hooded cloaks playing outlaw tunes on outlaw Played, pipes. no we'll oh. show up in hooded <laughs> cloaks and, oh, yeah, okay. uh, weepy-eyed, and uh weepy eyed and we will look very solemn and mutter occasionally about mercy mercy, mercy yes for an additional two thousand dollars so for five thousand dollars a month you will get our unite the clans package mm. where uh when we do show up uh we'll uh we'll do some mooning and we'll do some flashing so uh you get, to, you get a little, you, you get some balls and some caps and uh, some butts. Some, some uh, added to it, I will voice um, concern mm-hmm. by saying, home! Uh, you know, if it's at a <laughs> wedding, like, you know, the wedding is too many! <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, it's definitely a, a value package that uh, you should take If this is of. your bride, then why do our people leave? <laughs> Where are you going, Jack? To pick a fight. <laughs> <laughs> to pick a fight. <laughs> Insolent bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that is the uh, the Kinsman package for three thousand, and then if you want a little extra sauce on that dog, oh, mm. an extra two thousand gets you to unite the clans, which yeah. uh, involves us flashing our kilts uh, forwards and backwards.
2: You well, I think for the good of uh, the realm, you get to see my battle. The realm, <laughs>
1: <laughs> your behogies, <laughs> Pain- and watching fireballs bucks. shoot from your arms. <laughs> oh, give us a wee skelp <laughs> Why is Liam Neeson not in this film? It's just know. one of the Irishmen. Just a great little cameo. Because Hamish uh, is a Scottish actor or an Irish actor playing Scottish. a Scottishman, and uh, the guy who played Stephen was a Scottish actor playing an Irishman. <laughs> so go figure. It, makes, think it her. makes perfect sense. <laughs> uh,
2: what would you guys? Uh, what would you
1: guys rate this? this film? Uh, if this movie was an island, I'd nonchalantly declare it mine. Three out of (laughs) yeah, it's mine. It's It's my my brave heart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I will give it three out of four hewn limbs. Okay. (laughs) Um, if I was a a Scottish noble uh, and I was raising raising the banners and uh, uniting the clans, I would uh, I would give it nine out of ten banners. Nine out of ten
2: banners. Unite unite the the clans. Unite unite the the clans. (laughs) Oh. There's strength in you. Oh, I see it. Help yourselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All the scraps from Longshank's table. <laughs> this movie is so riddled with lines. I love it. It's sheep. Very good. <laughs> <shape>. <laughs> and I saw it in his face when I took it from him. <laughs>
2: oh. Oh. You're not my father. The lead, <laughs> as he
1: leads.
2: My hate will die with you. <laughs> True, truly <laughs> rated. <laughs> would <How laughs> I rate this? If I were to give this movie a rating, I would definitely give it not only the the two balls from the front flash, but also both ass cheeks, turning it around. A definite four out of five. Ooh. A highly rated film.
1: You just left out the giggly bits. <laughs> What's so funny there, giggly bits? <laughs>
2: Pay me five bucks. <laughs> well, you know i i would I would count in all the inaccuracies uh, for a not not a five out of five, but uh, yeah.
1: And there, there are some. I, many... I wouldn't want to be a dick. Uh, so I have a a whole. <laughs> I got it. I got it. That was good.
2: <laughs> Sweet Jesus, I'd see myself out, but I'm home. So
1: <laughs> I had written a whole page of historical inaccuracies, but. Uh, it... It didn't feel quite right. Yeah. But, folks, uh, this is the most historically inaccurate historical biopic that was ever made. So do a little research. Except for some of the names and battles and uh, historical figures, a lot of this shit didn't happen. As there was today. no bridge! There was no <laughs> bridge! It's called the Battle of Sterling, Sterling Bridge. Where's the goddamn bridge?
2: Yeah. They had to have the bridge in order to even New York. The bridge was about to be here! God.
1: When they were filming the scene, a local asked uh, Mel Gibson... Where's the bridge? We couldn't find one they wanted. And he, he, his response was, neither could the English. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And a l- quick little shout out to the, uh, the Outlaw King that's on Netflix. Mm. Uh, a really fun uh, film. Uh, I have not delved into uh, how historically biopic it is, uh, but but a great watch.
2: The uh, The Outlaw King was one of our guesses for uh, for Drew's clues for this episode, but uh, yes, the winner went to Sean from the more more good of it, the What Does It Matter podcast.
0: What does it matter?
2: Thank you, Sean. Sean, you
1: got to let us know. Was that a uh, educated guess, or were you just? So you just shot it shot the night.
2: He gave a first guess, and his first guess was wrong, and then he came back around with another.
1: He pulled George R. R. Martin and he let everyone kind of like <laughs> blaze the trail <laughs> ahead of him. and then he's like, Oh, you mean these books?
2: <laughs> 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 oh, you mean Braveheart? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'll take the victory.
1: Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs>
2: So, guys, thank you for joining us. In two weeks' time, we will have our next movie coming out with Nathan, mm. and I believe it is. Did we do? Mm. Was it? Was it a space comedy? Was it?
1: Yeah, I think so. Maybe it's just straight up nostalgia. It's great.
2: So. Yeah, I, I believe comedy. it's. I believe it's the space yeah. Comedy. The space comedy will be our next genre, and that'll be Nathan's pick. So in two weeks' time, we hope you will all be joining us. Thanks. You are the realist. I'm the fairest.
1: Home, the English are too many. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing?
0: Saying goodbye in their own way. Playing outlawed tunes on outlawed pipes.